Welcome to episode 125 of the Introvert Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Beth Bilo, and I am so glad that you've chosen to spend this time with me. Whether this is your first or your 125th episode, I hope you hear something that will make you smile, spark an insight, improve your business, or maybe even change your life. This episode is a blog cast during which I share the audio version of my latest blog post. This one was fun to reflect on since it took me back to basics and reminded me of some simple truths around sales, which I can make more complicated than it needs to be. And I know I'm not the only one who does that. If you are with me and you get too much in your head when it comes to sales, then this episode is for you. As I share towards the end, we can get so caught up in having just the right model, framework, formula, or words that we forget that sales is at its core just about sharing information, making human connection, and offering solutions. When done from a heart-centered place, it's a gift exchange. They provide you with financial rewards and fulfillment, and you provide them with a solution that makes their lives better. Before I get to the post, I want to remind you of two fabulous opportunities to strengthen your business while connecting with other introvert entrepreneurs. I'm starting up two mastermind groups in September, one that's focused on public speaking and the other that's general, um, anything goes in terms of the topic. In a nutshell, these masterminds will be small gatherings of introvert entrepreneurs who meet on a virtual platform on a regular basis to discuss the opportunities and the challenges that they have in their businesses. There is ample room during the call for feedback, advice, resource sharing, referrals, and even some informal coaching. You'll find more information on my website at theintrovertentrepreneur.com, and you'll find it under Work With Beth. And while you're there, take a look at the next round of virtual book groups that are starting up also in September. Together, we work our way through my new book, The Introvert Entrepreneur, and discuss how to apply the concepts of the book to your business. Over the course of six weeks, we help you turn the ideas in the book and ideas that you have based on what you read, we help you turn those into action steps. More information and registration for that is also under workwithbeth on theintrovertentrepreneur.com. One of the hot topics for both the book group and the masterminds is bound to be sales. I know this from past groups that I've been part of and led, as well as my coaching clients. And one of the questions, of course, that comes up is how can we make the sales process easier and less stressful? Well, a recent shopping expedition provided the perfect lessons in how to be an effective, authentic salesperson. This post is titled Lessons from a Macy's Furniture Salesman. It's the moment I dread. Walking into a furniture showroom, I'm there to browse, feel the fabrics, see if a couch is napping friendly. A salesperson spots me. I'm polite when they approach me, but desperately hoping that they go away so I can wander in peace. It's their job, I know, but I want to decide when I'm ready to talk. And I just realized what that's about as I say that out loud and as I type the sentence. That's that introvert thinking through writing thing that's going on. What that's about is control. 
The faster I'm swept up into a conversation and a sales pitch, the less in control I feel. I feel more vulnerable to being talked into buying something I don't want or need, or that just isn't the right item. I want to do some research, reconnaissance actually, before I talk with someone. In most cases, that research has already happened through Google searches. I come to the showroom with Evernote clips at the ready with the brand, model, or style of what I want to see and test. But I'm not ready to talk about it with a salesperson because I don't want my information preparedness to come across as ready to buy. I want to keep exploring on my own. That was the case when a couple of weeks ago, my husband and I walked into a Macy's Furniture Center here in Tacoma. We were looking at couches and recliners, and I'd already visited once and fortunately was left blissfully alone, and I had already done my online research. I had three or four couches I wanted to sit on, all chosen based on a combination of looks, price, availability, and the online reviews. When we walked in, one salesman said hello as we rode up the escalator. Another one greeted us a few minutes later. She introduced herself and told us to let her know if we had any questions. Then about 10 minutes into our visit, Paul approached us. Paul, it turns out, is a dyed-in-the-wool furniture salesman. His dad sold furniture, and Paul's been at it for more than 25 years. He approached us as we were sitting on the second couch of the evening. At first, I wanted him to go away, too. He was just a little too extroverted for me. But over the next 45 minutes or so, I was glad that he was politely persistent. His style, while different than mine would be, modeled the qualities of successful salespeople. And all of them are qualities any introvert entrepreneur can cultivate without that whole gross and icky factor. Here are four sales fundamentals that I was reminded of by Paul, the Macy's furniture salesman. One, be friendly while leaving space. Paul introduced himself asked us our names, and said something to the effect of, you look like you could use a little more time on your own, so I'll check in with you in a few minutes. He closed by showing us how to read the tags on the furniture and pointing out the code that indicated his favorite designer. He gave us a little more information without overwhelming us, and then he left us alone. Number two, tell them something they can't learn online. Paul's approach reminded me of the podcast conversation I had about a year and a half ago with John Doerr, co-author of Insight Selling. John and I talked about how today's buyers are much more informed than they were pre-internet. They walk into the store with a grasp of the basics and often have firm ideas about exactly what they're looking to buy. That shift requires that a salesperson be much more nuanced and personal about the information they share. Paul took the time to demonstrate why a particular brand was preferable to others by unzipping a cushion and showing us the inside and talking about the materials and fabric in a genuine, almost geeky way that held our attention. It was clear he knew his stuff and wanted to add value to the transaction that could only come from his personal expertise. Three, make it personal. Paul used my name in conversation, maybe every fifth sentence or so, but not to the point of it sounding forced, which of course is always a risk. 
He sometimes used my husband's name, but I think he sensed I was the decider. So he said Beth more than he said Andy, probably three to one. When he learned that Andy worked for an orchestra, he told an undeniably cheesy composer joke that made us groan, but it endeared him to us. He also made a big point of telling us that we were not only Macy's customers, but we were his customers. When we need a repair or have a question, we are to contact him and he'll navigate the system for us. And finally, number four, follow up. When our furniture was delivered the following Tuesday afternoon, I was fairly certain that I'd have a voice message from Paul a few hours later, and my hunch proved right. He left a very nice voice message, thanking us for our business, checking to see if we were satisfied with the delivery, and urging us to contact him with any questions. He didn't have to do that, certainly not right away. But the fact that he did seals the deal. The next time I need home furnishings, I'm going to start with Paul. These four elements are all natural, introvert-friendly ways to connect with your potential clients and customers without coming across as fake or salesy. We spend lots of time fretting about sales and what we're going to say or pitch. And if you're like me, you kind of wish there was a secret sauce or a magic pill that would make it all feel easy breezy. And the truth is, there is a secret sauce. And here it is. Relax and smile, even if you're on the phone. Ask how you can help. Listen. Listen some more. Add value. Be vulnerable enough to make a personal connection and share something of yourself. Let your expertise and belief in your solution shine through. Invite them to consider your solution. Ask for the sale. Thank them for their business. It really can be that simple. Now granted, there is more that happens behind the scenes, such as creating products and services that the market needs, positioning and pricing your offering appropriately, attracting and getting front of the ideal audience. Those are all activities that happen somewhat below the waterline, and we can get so engrossed in working on those aspects, we freeze up when it's time to come to the surface. But your ideal audience, your clients and your customers, they need you to come to the surface. If you have a solution, you have a responsibility to share that solution. Just like Paul had a responsibility to share what he knew and what he loved about the furniture that he was selling. The bottom line is that you need to ask for their business. Here's a lesson I'll never forget learned during a nonprofit fundraising class I took in graduate school. The number one reason people don't give to charity is because no one asked them. And the number one reason people might not be buying what you're selling is because you're not asking for the sale. Your sincere enthusiasm and ask might not always result in a sale. But without them, both you and your client are guaranteed to leave empty-handed. The more you decide to take the small risk, the more you will succeed with what you're selling. 
Do you want to learn more about how to develop your sales skills as an introvert? Chapter 5 in my book, The Introvert Entrepreneur, Amplify Your Strengths and Create Success on Your Own Terms, is called, But I'm Not a Salesperson, (laughs) and it's dedicated to tips and frameworks to help you think through your own approach to sales. Networking, sales, what to say when you talk about yourself, it's all in there. And you can find a copy of the book wherever fine books are sold. I'll leave you with this quote from Florence Nightingale. She said, I attribute my success to this. I never gave or took any excuse. Being an introvert doesn't mean that you can't sell. It does mean that you have a different approach and different strengths that can be channeled into your own successful strategy. And no excuses. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues and to take a moment to leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever platform you access it from. Your review helps someone else discover this podcast, so I really appreciate and thank you in advance for your consideration. Special thank you to my podcast producer, Paul Messing, and to you for spending this time with me. This is Beth Below of The Introvert Entrepreneur. And until we meet again, remember that success is an inside job. <laughs>